Today, in the episode 13 of the Canoe Salon podcast, we're going to talk about the very basics of canoeing uh, that can translate to canoe salon. So basically, what we can do without gates, really. But before, I'd like to welcome you to the Canoe Salon podcast. I'm your host, Julien Billot. Here we explore the world of Cano Salon as I discuss with athletes, coaches, judges and more people that have shaped up this beautiful Olympic sport. I hope that the stories, insights, secrets or tips that I share with my hosts on this podcast will spark your interest and help you understand the sport. If you are a beginner, explore a bit further if you are hooked already and reframe your views if you're already an expert. Now, let's go. Episode 13. So, the reason why I'd like to speak about the basics of Canus Salom, uh, the reasons are basically, I think it's really important to nail and to master the very basics of paddling. Uh, in a canoe or a kayak because this is what will uh, help you uh, mastering the, the gates later. And with most of the guests I've had on the podcast now, it seems like we're always coming back to uh, learn the basic skills, learn to paddle on natural rivers, uh, do heaps of river runs and you'll get to learn a great deal that will hopefully carry over to uh, the gates uh, even before thinking of the gates so I do understand it's really important and in, in a way really exciting to paddle through the gates and duck the, duck the poles and everything but today let's imagine we've got no gates and we've got a canoe or a kayak and I'd like to look at what can be done as a really um, at a really basic level to see how we can improve and, and refine and keep exploring and refining our technique uh, doing the uh, the essential of canoe slalom. So to me, basically, canoe slalom is a bit like swimming, really because we are more or less in, on top of the water. Um, so we, had, we have to create that anchor point with, your, uh, with our equipment, unless, um, and uh, unlike, sorry, unlike swimming, we've got equipment. We've got a, a paddle that is the extension of our body that we need to, we need to learn and explore with. And we've got the boat as well. Like it's it's a pretty big piece of equipment that we need to we need to explore and um, and and play with. But ultimately, um, I think it's like swimming because we are in a constantly evolving um, environment, which is water, and it's really hard to create a strong anchor point from which we can propel ourselves forward. So if we look at it this way, I think the, the challenge of canoeing is actually around uh, 
being able to move the boats in a in a meaningful way. So um, if we look at it, we've got challenges around our stroke and how to create anchor points with our our stroke, our blade. Then we need to transmit that uh, power we've just created with our blade. And then we need to steer the boat. Um, so that's three things here. The stroke or creating um, power with, with the blade, the transmission of that newly created power, and then steer the boat to move towards somewhere. So if we can do that well, then it means we've dealt with a few issues here, few issues around balance, around propulsion, and around where we want to go, basically direction. So let's have a look to the stroke. Basically the stroke, um, it's important to realize that there's, you know, there's forward stroke, there's turning strokes, and um, ideally we want to master them. What's hard is, again, we put our stroke in, in water, so that's pretty, that's pretty hard at the start to, to create uh, that strong fixed point to pull from. But basically, if you start exploring all these strokes, so you've got the forward stroke that is pretty basic, moving forward, you've got the backward stroke, moving back, uh, and you've got all sort of turns, uh, turning strokes, and the draw, uh, steering stroke to move forward, but slightly turning at, at the same time, you've got, you've got the back sweep, you've got the sweep, uh, all those strokes are really important to master ultimately. And I do believe they are really interesting to master and revisit a few times per week or even daily for uh, beginners or development athletes. Um, I think they are extremely important to explore because you've got so many subtleties in each stroke and you'll find if you try to keep your blade in the water on the flat water and you try to change directions move slightly the angle from a forward stroke to a steering stroke then you'll find you'll find that the boat is moving in a in a in a different direction so you can do that even with your eyes closed and you notice what's going on you can pull yourself sideways with a, a stroke on, 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 on the side, pulling yourself towards the blade, pulling your hips towards the blade, without releasing the stroke. So all of a sudden you realize there's hundreds, thousands of variation of that stroke that are going on here. And I think it's important to integrate that every day in your warm-up routine, so the more you do it, the more you'll find fluency in what you do. And fluency is the key to uh, mastery, I think. So a couple of exercises you can play with um, to, to explore your strokes a bit further. 
what I like to do is what I call the, the quiet catch. So basically you try to catch and again it could be done on the flat water or on a river, whatever river it is. You try to catch without um, creating any, any splash. So you don't want to tap on the water. So it should be really, really extremely quiet. There's no, no noise coming from the blade hitting the, the water. And then there's no, there's no drop, drop of water coming from that, that catch. And I think it, it really challenges your ability to get that blade in the water in a really subtle way and really controlled way as well. So keep that one in mind, the, the quiet catch. Another one I, I like to, to play with, with, with beginners really, uh, but again, it can apply to uh, different level and, and you know, when you become much better at canoe slalom as well, you can really refine that and, and if, if in fact you realize that you do it anyway. Uh, so if you've got a, you've got a, a stretch of river, um, basically before you paddle down the river, you look carefully where you want to put your strokes according to the water features. So you'd like to look at where the, the waves and the peaks are and you want to put your blade just behind that peak. So you find that really strong uh, spot on the river to really pull from, uh, as opposed to putting your blade in the hole or in the stopper where the water is uh, swirly and uh, it's whirly and it's really hard to, to, create, uh, to create power. As well, you would like to put your stroke to catch into an eddy where the, the water is really stable as opposed to just on the eddy line. So that's a good, that's a good exercise, you know, before paddling down the river, make sure you really think carefully and read the, the river to, to put the blade uh, where, where you want um, to maximize the stroke. So let's talk now about the, the transmission. So you've created that strong fixed point with your blade and now you want to transmit that to the boat um, to get a, a reaction from the water. So here you need, to, you need to use your whole body to be able to transmit that power uh, through each body part uh, all the way down to the, to, the, to the boat. So it takes a lot of... Um, um, it's a really, really subtle, um, hard to observe action that is going on here because we don't, we don't really notice uh, what's going on when uh, an athlete has got a really, really good transmission. What we see really is the, the boat moving nicely uh, from a strong anchor point. But it's really hard to, I think, for the, the beginners to, to notice so I'd like to say that it's, it's all about, um, to me, body awareness and being able to use the body and to organize the body in the best way possible to be able to move that power from the blade 
to the to the water and then later we'll see that we can move that power from the water all the way up to the blades as well it's going up and down and uh, and, uh, and from the bottom to the to the top as well so a couple of things on the, the transmission are basically first you want to be uh, to become aware of um, where are the the weak points in in the system uh, the system being the boat, the body, and the blade. Then the weak points are uh, firstly in between the boat and, and the, the biggest one uh, in between the boat and, and the body. So around the, the foot pegs, around the knees, and around the seat. So I think it's really important, again, as a, as a, as a drill, uh, something to explore every day, is being... being um, able to notice where the pressure points are within the boat and how you use them. So you could do a, a body scan and feel the pressure of your knees on, on the boat, on the, on the fit out, you could feel the pressure of your feet um, on, the, on the foot pegs and uh, how much pressure you put on your seat as well when you lean left, when you lean right to the side. So that, that's really important. And then, of course, it becomes a really dynamic uh, sort of meditation as you paddle on the flat water, on, on the white water. You can really notice the change in pressure that you would put on one knee, uh, the other knee. And then you ask yourself the question, what should I use more of? That knee, um, the other knee, pushing on the on the foot pegs or not according to the the, the direction you're moving towards um, so it becomes you know it's just about rising awareness so so then you can come back to it and, and use those pressure points as as best as you can uh, of course and as I was telling earlier you need to use your body as well it's one thing to pull on the knees and to push on the foot pegs uh, and being aware of your your uh, your bum uh, putting pressure on the on the right side of the of the of the seats, but you want to be you want to have a strong uh, chain as well in the in the upper body to be able to transmit that that power. So it means um, it means being being having strong core and noticing how your your muscles are. Um, getting organized to uh, to transmit that uh, that force that that strength to to the blade or from the blades to the uh, to the to the body so now of course then you you can really sense that to do that you need to be really well balanced and this is something we'll speak about after uh, i just want to finish on the uh, uh, the different things so uh, the, the third thing was um, the steering. So steering could be, and we talked about that a bit with the blade, so you want to steer with the blade, give a, give a direction to the boat, but mostly to me steering is about using your hurl, your boat, to, uh, to drive the boat towards a given direction. So it's very much using the, the rails, the nose, the tail, to 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 move forward and, and create that 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 speed. So 
It's really about um, being able to lean upstream, downstream, or keeping the boat flat uh, to put pressure on the water so the water will push back to you. And because you are re extremely balanced, you'll be able to move wherever you want to go. So again, there's um, a lot of exercises here that you can do. Uh, one that I really like is surfing a wave, basically, not using your blade. So it means you are actually on the wave and you want to move your boat on the wave, left to right, only using your hips and, of course, using the, the helm. Um, so that's a really challenging one, especially if the wave is not... <laughs> The, the, the most suitable wave but I really encourage you to do that because um, the water is so powerful that if you're not um, steering well with your with your hips and your legs then uh, chances are you get off the wave or you'll go uh, you, you'll get pushed uh, sideways if we speak now about the, the balance which uh, which is an obvious one in in canoe salon when we try to uh, stay on top of the water. So balance is critical, of course. With no balance, you can't uh, create a fixed point in the water. You can't uh, use the boat to uh, use then the water. So balance is, um, can be broken down in, in different, uh, different sub-sections, really. Uh, there's the, the static balance where you're not moving and trying to catch yourself uh, uh, to not fall uh, down into the water. Uh, you've got the dynamic balance where you use, you use the panel uh, and you, you, can, you can slightly move and, and you start using the paddle to, uh, to, to, uh, to remain balanced on top of the water. And then you've got the dynamic balance which is very much uh, more into the white water and using using the water to uh, balance yourself. So basically, uh, we'll go through the the those um, um, those types of uh, balance. So at the very beginning, the the beginners um, are using the stroke to balance themselves. So uh, when you become better or master of kayaking, basically you don't need or you minimize a lot the use of the water, or sorry, the use of the blade to balance yourself because you're able to remain balanced without putting the blade in the water as, as much as you can. I think this, it, this is the ideal outcome here. So, so then, ultimately, when you are becoming better, you use the blade only to move downstream towards the direction uh, you want to move towards and the blade is not here at all to balance yourself because it's a waste of energy and a waste of time. So to do the, the static balance really with, by not moving you, you can you know just stand in your in your boat and and lean slightly lean you know left and right and roll your boats and remain balanced and you can close your eyes 
you can do it on a um, Swiss ball as well, um, off water. The, the other one, dynamic balance. Um, you start using your your blade here, so you basically you lean, you lean, let's say to the right, and you lean further down, and all of a sudden you catch yourself on the on the blade, and you pull yourself back up. So you start using that blade as a tool to remain balanced. So you can you can actually do it while paddling forward as well. You paddle forward, you start with a forward stroke and then you know you lean down onto that stroke and then you push yourself back up on the same stroke. So that's a really good one to to learn and to explore the, the limits of your balance. And then of course you've got the dynamic balance where you start getting into the white water. And a good one for, for that is to look being able to cross um, a stream or get into an eddy without the, without the blade, uh, without the use of the, the pattern. And then you'll see how much balance you are. Uh, to go a bit further, you can close your eyes, of course. Uh, if you do that, then you remove the, the vision, uh, which is a huge uh, tool for the body to remain balanced. So if you shut down the vision, uh, chances are you'll enhance the, the balance issues but that's a really good that's a really good one to to play with and plus on top of that you are you really trigger uh, the proprioception and the, all the, the receptors in your muscles to to work hard to find out where your body is at so a huge one to for body awareness That's it, guys. Um, so to wrap up, work on your strokes, work on your transmission, work on your steering with your with your hull, um, and then deal with you know balance issues. So there's a couple of exercises here that you can start playing with. Uh, of course, for the the best, very best athletes, that is probably a bit too simple, but I think it's good for everybody to um, just remind ourselves that those are the basics that we can play with even without gates because the gates if you can master those things that we've just you know discussed uh, in the podcast i think it will enhance the way you go through the gates and your ability to duck the gates and to uh, gain, get uh, under a pawn uh, keeping your balance, moving back and forth, uh, leaning to the side, leaning forward, leaning back. So I really, uh, yeah, I really encourage you to to play with those. Uh, and um, of course, um, from my previous podcast, you would have you know sensed that uh, it's important to get a good warm up uh, to work on those things and of course if you if you put on top of that uh, the emotions and how you feel about learning a new skills then uh, chances are you will enhance uh, the, the learning process so make sure before you get on the task make sure you are actually uh, 
well prepared for it and you are excited about it, curious about it, ready to explore new things and uh, keep it fun, guys. Keep it fun. Even if it's on the flat water, keep it fun. So use, you know, challenges, um, involve, you know, your friends, um, uh, your training group and set games, set games and challenges to see whether you are uh, the best of your group or um, give feedback to your to your friends, collaborate. Uh, that's how you will you will improve. And don't forget that even if you don't have gates, you can get yourself a long way with a bit of curiosity. Until the next the next time, guys. Uh, I'm telling you. Bye bye. Have a good week.